Get rid of hate. Just get rid of it. I mean, we are at a point in America where we enjoy what we hate more than what we love. We actually enjoy what we hate more than what we love. We'd rather watch a football team we don't like lose than one that we love win. We'd rather watch an actress who we hate fail than one which we like succeed. We'd rather hate on a politician than like a politician. We vote against rather than for. How did we get like this? I'll tell you this, it can lead to nothing positive. It just won't. And it doesn't come from within, it comes from the outside. It's external. And because it's external, we can stop it. If it was in your heart, I'd say you're screwed. There's nothing you can do about this. You're just a hateful person. You're not. You're not a hateful person. Americans are not hateful. It seems like these days we're all in the mood to hate and everything that we listen to and everything that we watch takes us in that direction. And it's amazing how that can infiltrate where you live, where you are. And there's no question, I mean, no question whatsoever that if you want to succeed and if you want to spend most of your time thinking about things that will make you better, if you want to be a better dad, if you want to be a better husband, if you want to be a better wife, if you want to be a better mom, if you want to be a better daughter, if you want to be a better business person, if you want to be a better worker, if you want to just be generally happy with your life, if you want to sleep better, stop. Stop the hate. It's everywhere. And people are being paid to make you hate. People are being paid to manipulate you in every way that they possibly can. If you're a sports fan, I'm telling you right now, you've got to hate this quarterback for the Jets because he had a news conference and they asked him a question and they said, do you take responsibility for the loss? And he said, no, that's it. Every time you turn on a sports channel, if you turn on ESPN, if you turn on Fox Sports, if you turn on your local sports and you've got a guy who just happens to watch sports, you're by the end of the week, you're going to hate this kid. You're going to hate him because they got you hating him. You have to hate him. If, if, you, if you're just living your life and you happen to be watching recently what's going on in the Hollywood news and you happen to have caught the Johnny Depp trial, you are going to hate his uh, wife, Amber, right? Amber Heard. You're going to hate her because they're going to make sure you hate her because every report they do is geared toward you making sure you hate her. So you wake up in the morning and it's like after a while you start thinking, what can I find online about Amber Heard? Hmm, look, my goodness, I just found out that five years ago, she was seen at a bar, drunk, smoking a marijuana cigarette. I knew it. <laughs> I 
You know what? And she's a floozy too. They got video of her holding some guy's hand when she was married to Johnny Depp, who's obviously a decent, perfectly fine human being who's never done anything wrong because they taught you that. They pick your sides for you. They said Amber Heard bad, Johnny Depp good. And you got to think, you got to wake up. I don't care who you are. You're going to wake up every day and you're going to think about Amber Heard. I hate Amber Heard. I got to go online right now. I got to go on Facebook. Hold on. I'm going. I'm, oh, there it is. I Googled Amber Heard. Look, five stories I can read now about why I should hate Amber Heard. There it is. I mean, my God, this is, this is incredible. Let, let, let's do, let, let's do the exercise. I mean, this is, you know, the easiest thing in the world, right? Amber Heard. All we got to do is hit Amber Heard, hit news. Yep. Huh. Says here that Johnny Depp has been vindicated, but not Amber Heard. That's the first story. Oh, what a coincidence. So, so Johnny Depp is a great guy, just a human, a great human being. And Amber Heard is a horrible person. Hmm. Here's another story. Amber Heard jumped on the Me Too bandwagon but failed. Look, I'm just look. This is a I'm just doing a Google search here, right? I mean, it's one story after another about how Johnny Depp is great. J.K. Rowling has been hounded, but Johnny Depp has been vindicated, huh? I mean, it's one story after another. And but by the way, and we can do this with obviously with politics, right? With politics, it's the easiest thing in the world. Now, you know, there's a reason I'm telling you all this stuff. This stuff is really important. Yes, you can do nothing but look for and find reasons to hate Joe Biden every single day. Because there are, there are entire television networks devoted to making you hate Joe Biden. There are entire television networks devoted to making you hate Donald Trump. Yes, you know that. I don't have to tell you this. So, you know, obviously you're going to be hating Donald Trump or obviously you're going to be hating uh, Joe Biden or obviously you're going to be hating Amber Heard or the quarterback for the New York. It doesn't matter where you live. The media today is not geared toward making you feel informed and fulfilled and happy. They're geared toward making you feel crappy about any subject. It's funny, but it's like we are more fulfilled by what we hate than what we love. We are more fulfilled with what we hate than what we love. I have found myself sometimes looking for sporting events, not because I want to see a team win, but because I want to see a team lose. There are people who hate the Dallas Cowboys because they're supposedly America's team. So they will watch a Dallas Cowboys game just to watch them lose because they think they're too much of a football darling. There are people who will watch the Alabama Crimson Tide not because they want to watch the game, not because they like Alabama, but because they want to watch Alabama lose. Yankees, Lakers. New York Yankees, L.A. Lakers. 
if you're living your life and you're in a place where you're looking for something to hate rather than something to love, you need to reassess your situation and you need to reassess your consumption. You need to reassess your situation and your consumption. And you need to say to yourself, okay, so what am I doing? I got to tell you, personally, I found myself doing this time, th this thing. And I, and I have found myself doing it in such a way where it's made me ask myself, what am I doing? And I'm, and I'm sure you should ask yourself the same question. Am I doing this? And why am I doing this? Why am I waking up in the morning and looking for something that will make me angry? Why? Seriously, it's such a simple question. Why do you find yourself looking for something that will make you angry when you should be looking for something that will make you fulfilled, that will make you happy? And here's the key, okay? You've heard me talk a lot about what, what makes you a successful business person, right? What makes you a successful family member? What makes you a great wife or a great mom? Love. It's love. And what is the furthest thing away from love? Hate. We are living today in a society where even our churches tell us to hate. Have, have you turned on one of these evangelical shows recently or whatever the hell they're called? These people who are supposed to be ministering the word of God? What are they talking about? They're, they're actually talking about gays and they're talking about refugees and they're talking about Democrats and they're talking about all kinds of things that make me go, oh my God, even there now? It used to, I used to enjoy as a kid, especially when I would go with my mom and my dad to church. And I always felt like it was the one time I'm, I happened to, I grew up Catholic and I'm still Catholic, although I'm somewhat wayward. But whenever I get a chance to go to mass, what I love about it is the tradition, the reverence, the songs, the, the scripture. The idea that someone 2,000 years ago experienced something and it was written down and it makes me think of my life based on that experience. I, I, the rest of the week, I'm, I, 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 like most Americans, have found myself at times hating on a football team. I hate Notre Dame, so I'm going to watch them today to see if they lose. I hate this politician. I want him to lose. I want him to suffer. And then finally, when I get to church, I think, well, you know, I don't know why I thought that way, but I did. And now I find that when I read what theologians are saying, these so-called evangelical ministers, especially, and even not the evangelical ministers, just I, 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 I will hear from time to time that people in their church are just going off on, on politics and on things that they really shouldn't even be talking about. How they hate this group or that group, or they hate the Black Lives Matter, or, or they hate the Republicans because all the Republicans are fascists, or they hate the Democrats because all the Democrats are communists. And I'm thinking, what in the hell? Is there no place left that's sacred? 
where we can continue to love, when we, where we can even consider something that most Americans aren't able to do right now, forgive. Forgive. You can't forgive anyone unless you start with yourself. The first person you have to forgive is yourself, right? So that, that's all I really want to talk about today. I, I think we, this gets away from us, but, but I'm telling you, I'm just, as, just as you and I are having this conversation right now, you have to understand that this cannot work unless you do an action plan. And an action plan means that you've got to make a decision that you're going to do something that can be life-changing because what is the most important thing? Growth. Can you grow while you're hating? No, you can't. You can't grow while you're hating. It's impossible. Hating retrenches. Hating keeps you either in one place or it makes you go back or actually makes you so frustrated that you can't move forward in any direction. It blinds you and it keeps you there because you can't stop getting it. There's something else weird about hate. Have you noticed how addictive it is? When you go to a website because you hate Donald Trump and you see a video about how Donald Trump is a jerk or an ass or did something and it, make, and it pleases you and there's something that happens inside of you where guess what you want after that? You want another Donald Trump video. Or if you're on the other side, you think Biden's a bozo and you can't wait to get another Biden's a bozo video. So you've got a video. Oh, there he is tripping over the plane. Great. This is good. I need another one. Let me go find another Biden video. Oh, look, I found one. Here's a Biden video where he forgets his lines when he's giving a speech. What a moron. Oh, my God. Huh. He's such a jerk. What an idiot. He's too old. He's too feeble. He's not even there. Where's his mind? Oh, wait, no. The other side. I've got this Trump video. Oh, my God, he's going on a plane. There's, there's, there's actually toilet paper coming off his shoe. This is great. I got I to gotta find another one now. Maybe I, can look, maybe I can look for speeches he screwed up, right? You see what you're doing? You're looking for things to hate. You're looking and, and, and we do it. And guess what? Here's, here's the dirty little secret. They know you're looking for it. And that's why they keep feeding it to you. And they're doing it on purpose. I mean, what, is, what, is, what do they say is the definition of insanity? Doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result. If every day we get up, you get up, I get up, and all we're looking for is something to quench our thirst of why I want to be right about my opponent, who I think is the worst person in the world, whether it's the Jets quarterback or Donald Trump or Joe Biden or some movie star like Johnny Depp or Johnny Depp's girlfriend or whoever, every day they're going to come up with a new one. So think about it. They're, the, the, the media, per se, the websites that do this, the TV stations that do this, the cable channel, they are never going to run out of material. Here, listen to me. They're never going to run out of material. So you could spend the rest of your life doing this shit. 
You could spend the rest of your life waking up in the morning and looking for something to hate. Or you could turn it off. Or you could turn it off. And you can decide, no mas. I need to be constructive. I need to learn a new skill. If I learned a new skill, I can make an extra $40,000, $50,000. If I learned a new skill, I can maybe start a business. If I learned a new skill, I can spend more of my time doing something which makes me feel good because I'm advancing myself. And guess what? That too is addictive. What I find in my life when I sit down and start writing the things that I need to do and I get up in the morning and I start planning my day and I start to get very constructive about what my goals are, what my vision is, and I journal it by writing down in the journal, today I need to do this. My goal is to have this conversation with this person and I hope that he and I will come to an agreement where we'll have a business decision to move forward with this. Or today I need to do this podcast. And these are the thought processes that I'm putting into this podcast based on the research I did this weekend. I'll tell you, um, the Miami Dolphins, my favorite team in the world, were playing yesterday. I made a decision not to watch the game. Instead, I had told myself, that I needed to have some fresh material this week because this happens to be what I do. I don't know what it is that you do, but I write podcasts. I also do news. I'm also hired as a business person for a healthcare company. I'm also involved now in a brand new Topco, a new startup, where we're going to roll up certain companies all over the United States. I hope to take that company public in the next two or three years, hopefully by 2024. That's my goal. I have this stuff going on in my head right now. And I can't do that successfully if I find myself either wasting my time or hating on something. So I found myself this weekend thinking, well, because it was a holiday weekend and we had an extra day, I sat in front of the TV an awful lot and I found myself getting back into that addiction zone that we all have where we get brought into the conversation by that little finger that's pointing towards you, right? and saying, come here, come here, I got something for you. I got a new Donald Trump video. He's out on the links playing golf. And he tripped, you gotta see this, come on, Rick, get over here. And I gotta say, no, no, I got stuff to do. I need to be constructive. So it's really about putting love before hate. Because what can be more loving and learning and growing and building a new you so that you can be more successful, so that you can be a better dad, so that you can love your wife more, so that you can spend real time with your family. Who the hell wants to be around somebody who only wants to talk about what they hate? You know people like this? They come up to you and the first thing that comes out of your mouth is, how about that Biden, huh? What an ass. And you're like, well, yeah, I guess but I didn't really want to talk about this. <laughs> you know, or they'll, they'll give you some political thing or they'll tell you what football player they hate. Instead of coming up and saying, which there's nothing wrong, I really love my football team 
or I really love this tennis player or this golfer or this actress or this actor or this politician. No. When was the last time you had somebody come up and tell you what they liked? Whether they were talking politics or drama or, or, or fashion or anything. It's rare these days because you know what? Data in, data out. So it's not you, it's not them. When your neighbor comes over and says horrible things at, and you invited him to a party at your house and all he can do is spew negative thoughts and negative ideas and critical thinking of everything and everybody, it's not because he's a bad guy. It's not because he's born to be negative. It's because they got him. They got him. I don't know. Maybe it's MSNBC. Maybe it's Fox News. Maybe it's, uh, you know, The Hollywood Reporter. Maybe it's uh, NBC. It's whatever. It's, it's what he reads. It's what he ingests. It's what he takes in every day. Look, if you eat nothing but salt, fat, and sugar, you're going to be fat and lazy. If you take in nothing but hate, you're going to be hateful. Duh. McFly. This is who we are. This is what we've become in this country. And for some reason, it takes these moments. Maybe, I hope, it takes me telling you, turn it off. Turn it off. You can live without cable news. You, I'm not saying you shouldn't know what's going on in the world. Find a way to find out what's going on in the world. But if it's told to you in such a way so you have to pick sides, they're not telling you the news. They're not telling you the news. What they're trying to do is hook you in with fear, hate, and loathing. Fear, hate, and loathing. That's their technique, and it works every time. It's no different than if I walked over to your house. You're my neighbor, and I'm going to walk over to your front door, and I'm going to say, hey, the lady across the street, guess what? I saw her beating her kids. So I, yep. And you know what? We ought to do something about it. Like, what? I mean, for all we know, she slapped her daughter on the behind because the daughter said a bad word or something, and it's none of your damn business. I mean, unless, of course, we're talking about something serious. But, you know, when I was a younger person, there was a television show that a lot of people used to watch. It was one of the best shows in the world. And it was called Bewitched. And it was a guy who worked in advertising. His name was Darren, I think. And he had a wife who, by the way, was really hot. And uh, her name was Samantha Stevens. And she was a witch, so she used to do magical things. And the whole country fell in love with this, with this uh, story. But the most interesting character was a woman named Mrs. Kravitz. And Mrs. Kravitz lived across the street. And all she did was play the role of the nosy neighbor. Mrs. Kravitz wasn't happy unless she was finding something else, something that somebody did wrong. She lived to find fault. So everything Mrs. Kravitz did was look around to see what her neighbors were saying or doing and whether, you know, who was sleeping with who or who was uh, winking at who or who was not putting out their trash on time or whatever it is that neighbors did back in the 1970s or whenever the hell this show was on the air. That's all she did. So in my mind, I always think of Mrs. Kravitz. My wife calls it negative Nancy. 
somebody who's always so negative, they can never let any positive forces come into your life. But that's who Mrs. Kravitz was. And that's who we kind of become. And it's almost like cable news and the Hollywood Reporter, and I'm just picking out the Hollywood Reporter. It could be any periodical. A lot of different media outlets today, they're Mrs. Kravitz. They just want to knock on your door five times, you know, every five minutes and tell you what they know that you need to know that's going to make you angry. Hi, this is Mrs. Kravitz. Did you know the neighbor didn't put out the garbage today? Hi, this is Mrs. Kravitz. Did you hear what happened across the street? John was caught by the police speeding. Did you hear? I mean, after a while, it's like, enough. At least it was then. But Mrs. Kravitz has now taken over the airwaves. So this is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. And, And I think... You know, what I try to do is come up with ideas that we can use that make us better. And I think I have found myself in a place where I need to remind myself of this from time to time because I'm no different than any of you. I'm certainly no different than you are. And it's get rid of hate. Just get rid of it. I mean, we are at a point in America where we enjoy what we hate more than what we love. We actually enjoy what we hate more than what we love. We'd rather watch a football team we don't like lose than one that we love win. We'd rather watch an actress who we hate fail than one which we like succeed. We'd rather hate on a politician than like a politician. We vote against rather than for. How did we get like this? I'll tell you this. It can lead to nothing positive. It just won't. And it doesn't come from within. It comes from the outside. It's external. And because it's external, We can stop it. If it was in your heart, I'd say you're screwed. There's nothing you can do about this. You're just a hateful person. You're not. You're not a hateful person. Americans are not hateful. We're just going through this hateful slump right now. So what you need to do, what we all need to do, is start setting our calendar for each and every day that we live to put more love and less hate in it. So when you find yourself in front of the TV and you're watching that cable news channel and that cable news channel is telling you why you need to hate Donald Trump and now you're four hours into it, you need to have a conversation with yourself and you need to say, I got to stop. I've now been sitting in this chair watching four hours of MSNBC telling me why I should hate Donald Trump and I'm addicted. I can't stop getting enough. And now I'm finally going to turn the TV off And I'm going to go to bed, but I'm going to take my computer with me. And guess what I'm going to Google? Why I should hate Donald Trump. And and I'm going to go to YouTube and find a million examples of people telling me what's wrong with Donald Trump. And the same thing is going to happen with people who are doing that with Joe Biden or anything else. So knowing that, all you have to do is police yourself and make a decision that you're going to find the things that make you fulfilled. 
Go for a jog. Go spend time with your daughter. Play catch with your son. Garden. Read a book. Find things that can change you. Listen to a podcast. Maybe this one. Where someone tries to give you positive encouragement and positive ideas so that you can grow and reach your goals. This is what the people who are feeding you that stuff actually are doing. Do you think the executives at MSNBC or Fox News are sitting around thinking about negative stuff? They're making a ton of money off of you. (laughs) And they're gardening. And they're playing catch with their sons or their daughters. They're doing all of the things that you should be doing, but instead, you're taking all that trash that they're sending you and you're making it your life. I mean, stay out of the gutter. That's what that is. It's the gutter. Stop watching cable news. I mean, that's like going in the trash, looking for food. Sure, every once in a while, if you dig in the trash, you're going to find maybe some bread that's not stale that somebody threw away. But I wouldn't go in the trash looking for food. I wouldn't go to a cable channel to get information and get fulfilled. I just won't. It's not going to be there. That's not their job. That's not their mission. It's not. Their job is to make you angry. Their job is to make you fearful. Their job is to make you hate the other guy or gal. And you're a sucker for letting yourself get bamboozled into that. You're a sucker for letting all that hate go into your heart. And I don't care. I'm using cable news as an example. Your minister could be doing it to you. You could have a friend who all he does is talk about this negative crap every day. Get him away from you. You can control the people who you hang around. Bad data in, bad data out. If, if, if you've got a toxic friend and every time you're with him, all he wants to talk about is politics or Biden or Trump or this or that, and it's just negative, 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 stop hanging around with him. You can say to him, you know what? I'm busy. Hey, you want to go drinking? No, I got to do something with my daughter. I promised my wife I'd spend time with her. And by the way, when you are hateful, And when you surround yourself with hate, you will spend less time with the people you love. And maybe that's the most important reason for doing it. There's always, you're not going to grow. There's always, you're going to be frustrated. There's always, you're going to hurt your health. And those are important. Certainly growing is important. I've never seen a guy who I've worked with who was angry all the time, who succeeded in the workplace. And and I've worked in some of the biggest corporations in the world. I've never seen a guy or gal who came angry to work every day who succeeded, who got promoted, (laughs) who who got to the C-suite. I've never seen a guy who's angry every day, at least I haven't, I'm sure they have, grow a successful business. And I've grown and been a part of a lot of successful businesses. Haven't seen that. 
Every mentor I've ever had, every successful person I've ever seen was someone who had more goodness than anger and hate. They brought more people toward them than pushed away. They brought more people toward them than pushed away. And what does hate do? It pushes people away. Sure, you're going to find some guy to commiserate in the corner when you go get your coffee every morning at work, you know, the water cooler conversation. And there's always going to be that one guy, Pedro. He wants to talk about, yeah, Biden. Let's talk about that. Let's sit here for 15 minutes hating on Biden for a little or Trump or, or the Jets <laughs> or, 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 the, or the Raiders or whoever. And then when we're done, we're going to go back to our office and you think we're going to be better off for it? No. No, you're not. You're actually going to spend a lot of time thinking about that. You know, you shouldn't. Generally speaking, when you go to the office, you shouldn't be talking about things like that. Who you hate, who you don't like. I mean, sure, big stories are big stories. And like I said, every once in a while, you could reach into the garbage can and you might find some not so stale bread and you could rip some of the mold around the edges and still eat it. But do you really want to do that? Do you really want to do that? So reasons for starting a disciplined approach to taking that messaging, the hateful messaging out of your life. You will be a better person. You will be mentally more healthy. You will succeed more and grow more. But more importantly, I think, you'll love again. You'll love again. And you'll be able to love the people you're supposed to love. Your daughter. Your son. Who might be outside playing by themselves under a tree, or shooting buckets, or doing whatever it is that your son or daughter might be doing tomorrow or today by themselves because their mom or their dad is too busy watching Fox News or MSNBC and being fulfilled with anger rather than going outside and throwing a ball with their daughter kicking a soccer ball with their son, feeling fulfilled, feeling good about themselves, and nurturing a better family. Think about that. I'm Rick Sanchez. This is the Rick Sanchez podcast. We do this because we think it's important, and we try to fill the holes in the truths that are missing today. Um... You can find me on Spotify. You can find me on Apple. And lately, a lot of people have been finding me. So that makes me feel really good. Thank you for hanging in on there with me. If you see us, by the way, on uh, any of those uh, video channels, like uh, the YouTube thing or something like that. By the way, we're doing something now with TYT where they've asked me to do videos for them. And I said, sure, I'm doing videos for them. I think I'm going to be doing videos for a Chinese network. I'm doing one for a couple of other channels out there, and I'm going to do them. Anybody ask me for my thoughts, I'll be glad to share. We need to talk more. That's part of the plan. But if you see us on the old YouTube, make sure you subscribe. Thank you. There you go, Jerry. I'm Rick Sanchez. This is the Rick Sanchez podcast. Let me know what you think, by the way. Go to aguamedia.com. Put a message in there. Let me know if I can help you in any way. I'd be glad to. I'm Rick Sanchez. Thanks for being with us. Dali.
Ándale. Y vamos con todo. Agua 